Hello, my name is Andrea, and I want to thank you for listening to today's episode. Now, the episode is titled, Yay, You're Having Twins! Now what? And it literally speaks to my own emotional experience of when I found out we were expecting twins. I had no clue what the future held, but I am still here to tell the tale, and as I always say, it counts. So I want to start by sharing my story. My husband and I decided to start trying for another baby. Our oldest was about 15 months old, and we weren't sure how long it might take to get pregnant again. So we thought that was a good time. Well, apparently we were quite fertile because when I did an at-home pregnancy test at what I calculated to be about four to five weeks into conception, sure enough, it tested positive. (laughs) We were happy and nervous all at once. But we decided to start telling our immediate family members about the pregnancy only because we had some upcoming travel planned and we wanted them to be aware of what was going on just in case anything came up at the last minute and we needed to change these plans. A few weeks later, I was in Toronto, Canada for my cousin's wedding. As many of you know, I am Canadian, so it was a great time being home for me. Now, I had already started experiencing nausea, which I did experience with my first pregnancy, though not this early. During the reception dinner, I needed to use the bathroom. While there, I noticed I was spotting, like deep red spotting. I had experienced spotting with my first pregnancy, but it wasn't this red. So I immediately thought the worst. I went back to the dinner table and couldn't eat. And if you know anything about me, Me not eating is a big problem because I love to eat. My sister, who was sitting beside me, noticed something was wrong, and when she asked, I couldn't even say it. I wrote on a piece of paper, I think I'm losing the baby. My sister, who is also a nurse, asked me a few questions to assess what I may be experiencing, to which she tried to encourage me that I had nothing to worry about. But unfortunately, my mind was totally gone. My husband was not even with me, as he had stayed back in the U.S. with our son, and I just couldn't bring myself to tell him this news over the phone. Since I was leaving the following day, which was a Sunday, to go back home, I decided to schedule my first sonogram. My sonogram was actually scheduled the day after I returned, so on that Monday, and I arrived to the appointment alone. I still couldn't bring myself to tell my husband what had I expected was going on with the baby, and I had already been tormenting myself with the idea ever since the wedding reception. So I decided I needed to deal with the bad news first, then I could be strong enough for him. Yes, I know <laughs> that sounds backwards to many of you, but being kind of woman I am. I like to take problems and deal with them and then I can be strong for those around me. So that was just how I was thinking at the time. As I was being led into the sonogram room, I was so nauseous. I figured all the stress I was putting myself through was 
just making things worse. I laid down as the technician was getting ready to check how things were going, and I finally decided to ask for a mint, hoping to get a better taste in my mouth. The technician left the room and brought two mints for me, jokingly commenting, just make sure you don't choke on me. I popped both mints into my mouth and I joked back, just as long as you don't tell me I'm having twins or something. <laughs> By this point, the technician had already begun the exam and I noticed her back stiffen a bit with my joke. And although I couldn't see the screen as yet, I completely took her reaction as an uncomfortable response to the idea of a pregnant woman making a joke about choking while getting a sonogram done, and I just thought nothing of it. She went on to ask, do twins run in your family? To which I responded, it does in my husband's family, but not in mine. The family is just waiting for our next generation to have twins, because my husband actually does have two set of uncle twins within the same family. The technician began to focus quietly on the screen, to which I began to focus on sucking my mints, just praying that God would give me the strength to accept whatever his will is for this baby. Then the technician turns the screen towards me and says, take a look at this to which I look at the screen and see two bold heartbeats, boom, 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 beating in front of me. I immediately scream, oh my gosh, <laughs> which I found out later, the whole waiting room and down the hall was actually able to hear me. I honestly don't even remember much else of what happened after that because of my shock. I do remember another technician knocked on the door to check if everything was okay, to which the technician with me responded, yes, it was. Then they both left me in the room and said I could stay there for as long as I needed, which ended up being about 25, 30 minutes or so, I'm told. When I came out, everyone in the waiting room was staring at me with toothy grins and kept trying to get me to call my husband to tell him the good news to which I refused because I was concerned on how he would take it and I needed to at least ensure that he would make it home. <laughs> wow, it's, it's something to really look back on all of that now. Maybe I jogged you down your own memory lane. Gosh, I would love to sit down with you and hear your story. I love stories. Now, something that was interesting for me during that process that I learned, medically speaking, the case for twins typically follows the mother. I know, I know, there are exceptions to this rule and I've met them. And my husband's family had been eagerly waiting for their generation to spawn multiples, as I explained earlier. But according to the doctors, my husband would only be able to forward the ability to pass along the multiples gene to our non-existent daughter. Learning this led me to ask my parents if twins actually ran in our family, to which they both revealed yes on both sides. <laughs> Those of you who know what it's like to come from a super large Caribbean family like mine, you'll understand that this bit of news was a true shock for me. <laughs> but as different as our stories may be, I'm certain our emotions were probably similar. 
I went from fear and discouragement with the idea of losing my baby all the way to excitement and confusion that I'm having two at the same time to a different kind of fear and anxiety, wondering what will the future hold. And I even remember feeling resentful and angry at how my life and freedoms were about to change. Throw in a few buckets of hormones and yeah, it went completely uphill or downhill from there and it literally changed daily. What you need to know is that it is completely okay to feel whatever it is you're feeling. Your feelings are still valid and you need to allow yourself to experience whatever comes. The last thing I want to leave with you is the truth. You are not alone. You are chosen. Believe this truth. As the story in Matthew chapter 25 verse 14 to 30 tells us, some people would embrace the idea of being given one million dollars to invest and build money for its owner, while others would hate to have the responsibility of receiving this money and would spend more time worrying about losing it. Neither scenario, though, changes the fact that you were chosen. What you believe will determine how you will handle your responsibility. For those of you who have already passed the stage of finding out you're having twins, I hope this walk down memory lane was as sweet a remembrance for you as it was for me. But regardless of how you found out, and maybe what you have been through since, you are still here. It counts. Be encouraged. The best is yet to come. That's all I wanted to share with you for this episode. And please remember, if it encouraged you in any way, care for a friend by sharing this episode with them so that they too may be encouraged. Be blessed.